This is the Brooklyn Rebound, Episode 2, JT Baller Returns. We are here, live. Well, I guess we're recording live, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, here with Justin Farber, the co-host of Brooklyn Rebound. What up? Uh, fellow Prospect Height resident. Yeah, yeah. Hi- uh, Heiden? Heidean? Prospect Heidean. Yeah. I don't know, we're, we're uh, still kind of new new to the terminology in, uh, in Brooklyn, even being here four years. How long have you been in Brooklyn for, Justin? Uh, what's it, going on about two years, I think, two coming years. up in May? Two years, two years. And, you know, I don't know if you realize, we have actually a basketball team down the street, so. Is there? It's, isn't that crazy? Is that, is, that, is that what they're doing in that building? That, that whole arena, that whole Barclays thing. Oh. Yeah, that's like ten minutes walking from us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's it, that's it. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We are uh, going to be recapping a couple games from last week, um, from the Bucks last Wednesday. We have the Rockets, uh, Summary, Grizzlies, and Hornets from last night. Um, we're also going to be doing a recap of the trade deadline and free signings and a whole bunch of other fun stuff you guys like <laughs> listening about. All a thousand of you <laughs> listeners out there. A thousand minus yeah, 95. Yeah. Millions. <laughs> And millions, yeah. I just did a rock impression. Um, so, so here's Justin. Uh, he wants. To, we're gonna do a little introduction on, you know, what he's about. I know he's about basketball. I'm because, all about basketball because he is the co-host here. So that was, I better be about that, basketball. That was the application process when looking for a host. <laughs> do you like Str- basketball? Stringent criteria. <laughs> do you like basketball? <laughs> yes or no? Um, um, yeah. So I'm gonna leave, let Justin. Talk about himself. So, what what do you like about basketball, Justin? And uh, what brings you to being a Brooklyn Nets fan? Hmm. Well, like you, I'm a I'm a, I'm a UConn Husky grad, so hmm. diehard Husky Go fan. Huskies, although we just heart wrenching loss tonight, though. It's terrible. It's terrible. Lost to Georgetown a double OT. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. After our comeback, we're down twelve in the fourth. Came all the way back, tied it up. It it was heartbreaking, but you know. Um, not, we're not going to talk about college hoops too much. We we do we'll drop that in there because there's UConn's a dying breed. We have to throw them, we have to promote them. All the teams are leaving. Georgetown's leaving. Syracuse is leaving. Uh, everyone's leaving. Yeah. But last night, last night we had a win. We had a very huge win. Do you want to recap that win? We're going right to last night already. No, no. We're talking about ski ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Big game. Big game. Big yeah. game. We, we were playing, uh, our team name is what? Nothing but skills. Nothing but skills. Nothing but skills. And who did we play last night? Uh, what was the name of the team? That's, that's what that's Ski what said. That's what Ski said. Yeah. Very original. Yes. Not really. Mm. Not really. But we, uh, we busted. De- defending we busted that number one, uh, number one standing right yeah. now. We were one and one. We were uh, tied at the first place with them, and we just knocked them out by like, what, 130? Killed them. Killed them. Domination. Killed them. But uh, enough about ski ball and college ball. Um, how do you become a Brooklyn Nets fan, Justin? Oh man, so came down here about like I said about two years ago. It's a nice Brooklyn glass you got there. Oh, like thank that. you, like thank that. you. Your, your host at this apartment must have, must have a lot of great, air. gracious host. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved down here about two years ago uh, to this Barclays Center that was being constructed. Wait, you moved down to the Barclays Center? Oh well, you know, down the down the block. <laughs> Close man, enough. Man, you're like Smeagol underneath, like uh, hovering over the precious, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm about three, four blocks away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hit, hit up a couple of New Jersey Nets games that that, uh, that final year there. 
But uh, we don't dare talk about the dark past in New Jersey but, uh, on this podcast. But you know, it's Justin's first one, so we'll uh, continue. Oh, what was, it? what was that game we went to last year? Uh, with Farmer hitting the uh, in the buzzer beater. Yes, yes. Uh, who were they? I don't even know who they were playing. Oh, it was uh, Clippers. It was yes. Lob City. Yes, Lob City. Yeah, with Reggie Evans on the Clippers at that time. That's right. He didn't grab any balls that game. Uh, maybe he grabbed uh, might, have, might have missed it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. We, He's we discreet. Weren't, we weren't that close that time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jordan Farmer had a game winner last year, and uh, that's when we were hooked, right? Yeah. We were hooked. Ever since Farmer, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were sold. Jordan, we were diehards ever since. Jordan Farmer, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He, he hasn't been showing up anywhere anytime soon, but he was on the Lakers uh, when they won. What? So where's, he, where, where's he playing now? Atlanta? He got traded in Atlanta, right? With, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're experts on Brooklyn knowledge here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got traded for Joe Johnson. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look up, we'll double check that later if, if we made a mistake on that information. <laughs> fact uh, check, end of the, end of the podcast. Yeah, fact check, we'll fact check those. <laughs> kind of like the, uh, SNL, uh, Fox and Friends skit. You know, they just throw out random stuff. We'll do that for you guys. Um, Justin's going to bring a lot of, a lot of, Comic relief to the podcast. He's also going to bring numbers. He's a numbers guy. I'm a numbers nerd. Yeah, he likes numbers. He all he says to me is, "Enam, did you see these numbers?" <laughs> and that's that's what he that's how he talks. He actually talks in pi. Yeah, that's I how do. he just he just recites pi all the time. <laughs> it's a big numbers nerd. Why are you a numbers guy? Uh, whew, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I just have a passion for, uh, for calculating things. And I've known Justin for a while. We uh, grew up in the same hometown. Uh, I guess we could shout out his older brother, no. Josh. Oh, the other J-Farb? The other J-Farb. The other J-Farb. The J-Farb. Uh, he is uh, a diehard Celtics fan. Um, he actually has his own uh, sports blog. I can't say it right now. <laughs> I would promote it. Great shout out. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know the URL right now. Is that street, Celtic Street or something like that? Oh, man. We are. He's going to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could pull up the internet, but I'm afraid that if I click on anything, this podcast will just blow up. We're real technologically yeah, advanced yeah, here. Yeah, I, Justin used to program when he was little. Like, he knows how to make programs and stuff, and that's how nervous we are about ruining this podcast for you. So, well, let's leave it at that. All right, so let's get into some recaps uh, now that we plugged your brother. Um, <laughs> uh, we, didn't, we don't have much on the Bucks recap from Wednesday. I know I talked to you guys uh, Tuesday night. And I was saying that Van Jenks was going to go off. Uh, and did he go off, Justin? Justin's looking at that. Um, let's see. Uh, of I remember the stats. He did. I remember. <laughs> I remember him going off. He was. And um, I was watching the game, and he was just going uh, to town on on the books. This game actually, we shouldn't have won this game. I don't know how we did. Um, we uh, we were down most of the game, um, and we were just down by like. Uh, I think at most maybe 14, 16 points. Uh, I don't know if you had that on the stat sheet there too, Justin. <laughs> you could just nod and say yes. Yes, yes I do. Um, and uh, Mirza Toledovic came in, uh, MT3. He made a couple threes. Uh, Bogan made Showed a some th- confidence that game, yeah, finally. He, and uh, he was doing good on uh, defensive switches and rotations. It's something that we've noticed uh, that MT3 didn't play – a lot before because he was a defensive liability. And uh, 
Although most of our big men are defensive liabilities, <laughs> so that's that's neither here nor there. But he he brought back the team, and the Nets were able to close it out. Darren Williams. This is the first game without Joe Johnson. Wait, was it the first game without Joe Johnson, or was it? Did he play that game? Check that stat sheet. I believe Joe Johnson did play that game. See, I'm uh, I'm already screwing up the recaps, but uh, Joe Johnson did play that game. He wasn't that present because I didn't see him. <laughs> Fill up the stat line for us there. Uh, what did he have? Uh, Joe Johnson just had had a quiet game after that monster the night before. Yeah. So eight points and uh, a couple of rebounds. See, Br- brought down six boards, four assists. See, my observation was pretty correct. Yeah, but shot, yeah, twenty one percent from the field. So, okay. so I mean that can't be happening for Johnson. But although now that it brings it back to, the, I mean they won the game. What was the final score? Final score was ninety seven ninety four. Ninety seven ninety four. So they won the game in the closing moments. They shouldn't have been in the game at all. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Jennings shooting lights out, though. They, Brandon Jennings was lights out. Darren Williams was battling. It was a good point guard battle right there. Since uh, also Rick, Darren Williams has been killing it, but we'll uh, we'll go into that later. So they won the game 97-94. Uh, they played their next game last Friday um, against the Houston Rockets and Jeremy Lin and James Harden. We actually had tickets to that game. Uh, we decided that <laughs> we did not want to go to that game. Uh, we had we had plans that night, uh, not together, separately. Mm. I'm put that on the record, <laughs> uh, and we decided not to go to that game. So uh, we were watching the game. I watched the game on TV, and I think Justin was able to catch uh, most of the game at home as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the first game without Joe Johnson. Uh, he had a heel injury. He uh, he he was not playing. I don't know where it came from. It could have been could have been why he was. Playing poorly in playing the so poorly game. in the last game, yeah, yeah. it might have yeah. been bothering him then. Um, I mean, he was able to rebound the ball a little bit, but I don't know what. It, I mean, the heel injury. I know where the heel is located, <laughs> but like I've never seen like an NBA like listing of an injury or saying a heel injury. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's rare. What? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted some time off. Yeah. After that, after, after those monster games, I mean, he's like, eh, it's a good day. After off. winning the night before that double over and yeah. that overtime game, I, winning I mean, it twice, pretty much. That's fine. I allow that. I allow that. Joe Johnson. Wasn't, Just, Joe doesn't get a night off. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he had All Star Weekend, but I guess Dan Williams had that whole week off before the All Star Weekend. So I guess they were like, oh, I guess if he gets a week off, I get a week off, kind of like that. But you know, we uh, played the Rockets without JJ, who was starting in this place. Uh, CJ, right? Was it CJ Watson? Yeah, CJ Watson started that game. Yes, sir. So this was this was interesting because I, usually when um, when a a small forward like Joe Wallace is out, they play Bogans, right? They usually play Bogans at starting. So mm-hmm. I thought that was an automatic, but that's when it was the Avery Johnson days, right? So I guess PJ Colosimo's been playing around some, with some different rotations. Yeah, he's been switching it up a lot. Um, I think that. This was, was was a shock in one way because Watson's our backup point guard, so I was wondering how he's going to pull that off. But it actually was really, really interesting because it made Darren Williams just, nope, just drop the F-bomb. <laughs> so much for no curses. Yeah, so much for no curses. Um, we'll that, bleep that. That will be edited later. <laughs> you guys did not hear that. Um, anyways, yeah, so <laughs> at least I dropped that bomb first. Um C.J. Watson was running running the point while uh, Darren Williams played off the ball. What do you think of that, Justin? Um, it was a different switch, though. I think, I mean, it was a little out of Darren's element because, I mean, he only ended up shooting 29% from the field that game. But uh... <laughs> he, got, he got the green light that night. But you know what it reminded me of? I watched a lot of Nets basketball last year when they were in that name we don't speak of. Um, 
and they had Jordan Farmer and uh, in the similar capacity. Uh, he was their starting point guard or more like closing moments of the game. That's why Farmer hit that three last year because he was in the crunch minutes and Darren Williams would play off the ball, mm-hmm. which makes him a scorer. So the one thing that me and Justin and I think most Nets fans can agree, this is not the Darren Williams we know that we're playing, either playing last year from the trade or also from Utah where he would just penetrate and find people and pads. He hasn't been the same. But recently he had... He had a little procedure, a little Corazon shot, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess Corazon does a body good because he is—he uh, was going insane and in not feeling those painful ankles anymore. No, he, he had a lot of pep and step, a lot of yeah. pep and step, um, and he just was bringing it. So the C.J. Watson move, I think, was was good in a way. I guess they managed the minutes better. They had Brooks playing more minutes. Uh, Tyshawn Taylor did not make an appearance. I know that that was a Tyshawn Taylor uh, mention of the game. We're not going to mention him <laughs> anymore after that. Um, and that was a note on CJ. So moving on to a couple other notes. What was the next note we had there, Justin? Uh, what do we got here? Ben Brook Lopez in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting move. Yeah, yeah. They had, um, I guess, what was it, Jennings and either Baja Mute, uh, small forward for the Bucks, or Ily- Ilyasova? Is that the guy? Ilyasova. I- 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 wow, got nailed the first try, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got an eye in his name. I'm used to those <laughs> eyes, you know. <laughs> Um, they're running a pick and roll with uh, Ilyasova, and what that is when the for your non basketball knowers is the pick and roll is when uh, you set up set pick or screen for the point guard to go to the hole, and the center or whoever's setting the pick will run to the basket too. And it's pretty simple, right? <laughs> That's description because all the all the non basketball knowers are totally listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, yeah. they are, man. <laughs> I was talking to a couple of my friends. They were interested in listening. <laughs> in the basketball one, we're listening. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so they had N.J. Blatch, um, good old Agent O. Agent O, right? He's, Agent O? He's not Agent Zero. Agent Zero is Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas, but he wears a zero, too. So uh, he, was, he was a little quicker on his feet. Uh, he likes dribbling the basketball, but he's quicker in terms of covering the pick and roll. So that's why they benched him, but... Uh, benching him didn't really cause us with the ball. I think what it was is just a mismanager of Brooke Lopez. Not, we didn't have no offense to match James Harden and Jeremy Lin, Delfino, or Parsons, right? Shelly mm-hmm. Parsons. They're just too fast. They're just too fast. Um, they're a bad match, but luckily we don't see them again. We already lost them twice earlier in the year. We lost to them at Houston. We got blown out by like 20-something points that game. But what do you think of the Rockets, Justin? Uh, I mean, the Rockets have been picking up. James Harden's been playing out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last couple of games. He had some big shots of that game, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's just tough to contend when James Harden's playing at that high of a level. I think uh, one of our one of our next notes was uh, MT3 coming in. Um, and I know we were talking about it a little bit for the last recap, but... I, 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 I think we live and die with him sometimes, and this was a perfect example of that game where he made a couple big shots to bring us back into the game. And then Carl Delfino, he was, being guard, he was guarding Carl Delfino, and Delfino hit a couple of clutch shots. It's, it's, it's tough to hit on Toledovich after hitting those shots for us, though. But it goes both ways. He's got to play both, 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 uh, both ends of the court, and unfortunately, yeah, Delfino just was making it rain in his, 
Del- his eyes that game. Delfino, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he's also a Jimmy Fallon impersonator. So, um, if you look that up, look at the uh-huh. positive pictures. They both look the same. They're the same person. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Also, little known fact, Jimmy Fallon was born in Brooklyn. And I saw him at, the, at the, one of the Cavs games earlier this year. Don't, who don't you see? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I like you run into everybody. Just, Justin's referring to uh, last night I went to a Kendrick Lamar concert. He's a rapper of some sorts. Um, he, he, uh, I, I bumped into Shia LaBeouf. Or actually, he bumped into me. He kept on saying, I'm sorry. And shoving. Oh, he was apologizing. Uh, I mean, he was, it was in a loud, obnoxious way to yeah. apologize. Like, if, you, if you're, you're trying to walk around someone, you don't have to say it like, all the time, you just get past people. So it was an aggressive apology. It was very aggressive. Yeah. Very aggressive. He said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What a jerk. What a jerk. I will not watch Transformers 3. <laughs> 3 or like 7. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't seen 3, and I refer, I, I'm, because of that, I refuse to watch Transformers 3, you know? So screw Shia LaBeouf. Anyway, so uh, that game, we lost the game to the Rockets. Um, what was uh, the final score, Justin? Final score of that game was 106-96. Yeah. So it just – Harden is just ridiculous. Uh, that was just a smart move by the Rockets to pick him up or get him when he was available. And uh, they're going to be a team to reckon – I think they're one or two pieces away from that. I mean, rumored is that other person we don't like speaking of, D-something, Super something from the Lakers. I don't know. That that <laughs> that guy that was supposed to be in Brooklyn uh, – I don't know if I'm sounding a little bitter on this microphone, but um, yeah, he might, he's rumored to go to uh, the Rockets. Um, and we'll see how that ends up playing out, though. He's got he's yeah he's quite the head case, so we'll see where he ends up. He is a head case. He's he shot one for twelve, right? The other night, one for twelve on uh, was that Monday against the Nuggets. One for twelve from the free throw line. Yeah, yeah. It's abysmal, abysmal. Shot. That's karma. That's karma coming back to you. You hear that? You hear that? Mr. Shrew, Dwight Shrew. <laughs> yeah, I'm referring to you as Dwight Shrew now, so I'm talking to you. Anyways, uh, moving on to our next summary. Um, what do we got for next game, Justin? Uh, we got Grizzlies and Nets. Now. So this game. What, were we, we were at this game, right? Were we actually at this game? We were actually we were in attendance. Yeah, yeah, we had, we, we had a lot more notes. Uh, this is when, uh, this is actually the first game maybe I was at where I was actually taking notes at the game. <laughs> Pretty sure this is the only game you brought a notepad to this season. Yeah, yeah. Well, considering this is the second podcast, but yeah. yeah um, I mean, you sometimes just take notes for fun, though. I mean, I do yeah. like writing things. Writing down. Writing things down is yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I don't have my notepad, I just write it on my hand. Um, I, I know, I know, people can write stuff on their hand with permanent markers. Yeah. I mean, I see you at the bar all the time, just standing in the corner, just. You know, the, the problem is, though, I have sweaty hands. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I keep on forgetting that- to write on the other side of the hand. But, yeah, it's kind of gross when I high-five. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were live at the game. Um, I... I cannot believe you did this. I, um, yeah. Poor life choice, sir. <laughs> so, Justin and I, earlier this year, we got to see... Uh, what all access nets are all about. So there's these tickets, and all access there's about I think six sections or maybe twelve sections that have all access. And all access is you get unlimited food, anything in the arena, any vendor in the entire Barclays Center. All you do is bring them your ticket, and they scan it, 
and like, it's, they zero out the food for food you. Food and drink. Only thing that's not included, unfortunately. It's adult beverages. No alcohol. No adult beverages, which is fine. Um, but I think the food, this is the first time that we got to try the food since we uh, went to the preview. So, right? yeah, and we tried all the food. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. And that was, that was for that Nuggets game. Not for this game, but when we were... Yeah, because unfortunately, what happened in this game? You uh, you had opportunity to have those tickets again. So. I did, I did. All I had to do was uh, just show up. Show up, yeah. Yeah, mm. and um, I decided not to do that because I was committed to our podcast and my <laughs> listeners here. Yes, maybe I would have had a better perspective because they would have been really closer. We're... You know we're not we're not all the way up there, but we we have good views from where we are. But we would been a, I would have been a lot closer, and I, but then again I wouldn't also be watching the game as much as I would if I was not eating. Which this is true, yeah. Because so. that did consume a majority so, of our time. So remember, day. remember, fans, uh, I did this for you guys. Okay, <laughs> when my stomach was hungry that game, you're a, you're a loyal podcast. I'm, I'm a team player, man. I'm a team player. Taking one for the team. Uh, speaking of team players, um, we had uh, we had uh, another member of our entourage in that game uh, was lost for a whole quarter. Yeah, unfortunately, the uh, <laughs> my guest decided to uh, go to the bathroom right after tip off. Yep, and and uh, she didn't have her ticket, right? And didn't have her ticket, and nope. forgot to look at the section that we were sitting in. So. Uh, Fortunately, she was apparently roaming around the arena for uh, the first, 12, <laughs> first uh, 11 minutes and 55 seconds of the game. I mean, it is a nice arena. It so. is. I mean, so at least she was roaming around in the... Class. In class, yeah. So, I mean, it was, that was her first time there, I think. That was, that was her first experience at the Barclays Center. Welcome <laughs> to the Barclays Center. So, But don't worry. Don't worry. I, had to, I was able to track her down by, right. by the beginning of the second. We didn't lose, we didn't lose one this time. <laughs> I mean, luckily no one died this, this time around. <laughs> We were lucky. Uh, yeah, we were very lucky. Uh, we were able to. This game was uh, intense. Um, it was a, definitely a defensive game uh, all the way through. Um, we got to see the uh, best uh, jump ball and ma- matchup in history: Reggie Evans versus Zach Randolph. Two guys that I just missed that tip. That's right. No, no, no. They didn't tip off. It was a. Uh, it was a loose ball. It was a loose ball, and they got they had a jump. Is that ball. when I was down looking for my guest? I think I so. I think I missed it. I think so. Uh, so I got to witness that, um, and it was a jump ball between both of them. And they don't they rebound a lot, but they don't jump a lot, which is amazing. I guess they just have wide frames, and Zach Randolph and Reggie Evans are able to muscle in and get position for a rebound, but they don't have any hops at all, really. Reggie Evans cannot dunk. Zach Randolph. It's funny, Reggie Evans can't dunk, but he can rebound like a machine. Yeah. Did uh, Rodman, was he, was he able to dunk back in the day? Or was Rodman? He, oh, he, Rodman, yeah. He'd get up there, I believe, way back. I mean, he would never put in points, kind of like Reggie Evans yeah. doesn't do. But, same kind of player. Same kind of player, except I think Rodman's, Rodman's, in, uh, more, Rodman's uh, in North Korea. Did you hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic efforts out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you imagine the worm, the worm fixing all the problems in North and South Korea just by visiting? Apparently the dictator out there, <coughs> Kim Jong Un, or Ill, I, I, was a huge Jordan fan. Mm. So you know he has an autographed Michael Jordan basketball. <laughs> so you so, know that's why that's why we're basketball diplomats. We want to <laughs> save the world, you know. So we're doing it one podcast at a time. Apparently Dennis Rodman is just hanging out in North Korea, chilling. Yeah, I hope there's this blog on Tumblr is Kim Jong 
ill looking at things. I hope they have a picture of Dennis Rodman and him looking at it. Although, you know, he can't he can't see in live anymore. I hope it's photoshopped and pretty awesome. So um yeah, what was actually the, the final score of that game was uh it was a low scoring game. We lost uh in the closing moments yeah. of the game. Uh there was a lot of problems with uh the same thing. Brooke Lopez was not uh able to uh, be in the fourth quarter again. Mm-hmm. They had Andre Blatch playing, uh, and Marcus Gasol hit a couple of big shots. Uh, Tayshawn Prince hit some g- big shots. Conley was was dishing that. What did what did uh who was the big score for the Grizzlies that game? Uh, Grizzlies were um pretty evenly spread out point wise. I mean, uh, Zach Randolph had sixteen. Yeah. Gasol had fourteen, and yeah. Tony Allen had twelve. Um, Brooke Lopez, I mean, deservingly. I mean, I guess. Uh, not playing the fourth quarter, it made more sense this game because he was ha- not, wasn't having a good shooting night. Only shooting thirty percent right. from the field and three of ten shooting. Right, right, yeah. Um, I think that was uh, that was a bad, that was a good move in one set. Like they weren't running that many pick and rolls. Memphis is kind of similar to what Brooklyn runs with their offense. They run a lot of post ups, a lot of high low. Uh, they have a high low with uh, Zach Randolph and and uh, Marcus Hall. High low meaning that. The low guy would be Marcus Hall in the paint and passing it to anyone who's open, which would be uh, Zach Randolph, who can hit uh, a twenty-footer. We don't have a power forward that does that, so therefore we don't have a high-low game. Unfortunately, <laughs> we just have a lot of lows sometimes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we uh, we got to see them lose, unfortunately, in that game. Um, I actually did not think they had a shot in the game because during during the time Brooke Lopez was facing Marcus Hall. Gasol was just pushing him out of his yeah, zone. Brook Lopez just struggled. Gasol's a strong guy. Uh, he's also on my fantasy team. I wasn't happy what he was doing, but I could live with it, you know, just because he's on my fantasy team, you know. So, uh, but he's being pushed out. Lopez was not able to be himself. What did, what did Lopez have that game? Lopez ended up uh, shooting like three for ten and only had nine points. Yeah, that's so, a, that's I mean, a, it was more justified this game, not right. him not playing the fourth, right. only because, I mean, he was having a rough shooting night. Get the Rockets, though. I mean, Lopez ended up dropping, what, 27 points? On Blatch the, had a good night. 13 to 21. Night, right? He had uh, what did Blatch have? Uh, Blatch ended up having 10 points on 5 of 12 you know, shooting. He had a little spark on the We were down in the fourth quarter, and he was bringing us back. So I guess he was a big spark. So when, uh, when PJ usually decides to run the six-minute mark, um, to either swap out Brooke for Andre, he kept rolling with Andre. And I think that wasn't uh, a defense of anything. I think it was just Brooke was not performing that, that night. Right. And um, we lost that because of that slumping Brooke Lopez right there. Low scoring game. Oh, we forgot to, we forgot <laughs> to know. Uh, we got, forgot to know the biggest uh, matchup in, that we know of in hip-hop violinist. We got to see for the halftime show. What was his name? Dami Esco. Dami Esco versus Damian Escobar. Damian Escobar. Yes. Yeah. So we are big fans of hip hop violinists. And apparently the Nets are too, because <laughs> uh, this is their uh, second hip hop violinist that we've seen at halftime in the last two years. No, no. I think. Or is uh, there three? I think it's is that third. I think Dami Esco performed twice, and we got to see him uh, uh, the Raptors, a home opener, right? Did he perform that? Yes, he might have. He might have. Yeah, it was Dami Esco. So we got to see Dami Esco twice. That's true. Twice this season. But how does he stack up against Svets? Svets. Mr. Hip-Hop Violin. Oh, man. Svets. Saw him, uh, was it last year? Yeah. Uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. And during that Lob City game. And uh, I don't know what Hip-Hop Violin is, is until I saw Svets. 
Actually, no, I take that back. I saw Mary Ben-Ari, which performed at UConn with Kanye back in the day. But Svek took it to another level. The way the way he just he, he bends his knees and then gets all into it. You know, if you got if you guys had a camera here watching me, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a great I'm uh, motioning, <laughs> great reenactment. I'm motioning uh, the the violinist right there. Um, my brother used to play violin, so I'm, I'm pretty much a professional when it comes to observing violinists. You know, wow. I didn't I, I didn't want to you know dig that deep into the podcast. <laughs> But yeah, I had yeah, no you, idea. Yeah, Dave, you play violin. <laughs> <laughs> so the big question is, uh, Svet versus uh, Damiesco. Um, who do you have in a, in a violin off? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go with uh, Damiesco because he got the crowd going a little bit more. You, know? you think so? Yeah. Well, he, you know, it's tough to get a crowd going like Svet when uh, there's no crowd there. <laughs> There was maybe what, like a thousand people in attendance that <laughs> That's game. True. That's true. That's true. He did. Uh, did. Uh, did they both have? No, Tommy Esco didn't wear glasses. Fett was all about. Fett was shades. all about the shades. Yeah. See, I he feel had like that hip hop look. I feel like I didn't know Fett. You know. Um, <laughs> you couldn't look him in the eye. I couldn't. I, get, I didn't get to really. I thought you really get to know someone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's. Uh, so I'm gonna pick Tommy Esco. What about you? Uh, oh, I'm going with Fett all the way. Fett, dude, he's. I mean, when you when you think hip hop, you think Svet. I mean that 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 guy's a boss. He's he, he was bossing something. That, that tiny violin, maybe that's about it. And you gotta give him credit for uh, playing in that. Uh, yeah, in that New Jersey arena. Yeah. Um, yeah so I guess uh, hopefully, if we're lucky, we get to see Svet. Maybe if we uh, we write our notes, tweet at Brooklyn Nets, and let them know that we want Svet to match up against <laughs> the Rumble. Rumble right, right there. We're going to go down. Let's, yeah. get, let's get a petition going. We got um, this. So, for the home note of the game, since this is the home game, um, the home note of the game was he was not present. We originally thought this guy wearing turquoise <laughs> pants was Hope, but then we thought to ourselves, nah. Hope would not do that. That's not a Hope move. That's not a Hope move. Hope wouldn't rock those. He, don't, he doesn't rock turquoise pants. I rock turquoise pants. Hope does not rock On the rag, them. yeah. On the rag. Yeah. I'm not wearing them right now. Fans, but you know, one day you'll be lucky when I record the podcast. I want you to record. <laughs> uh, so that's a recap of the Nets Grizz. So that brings our record for the last uh, three games so far. Um, we were one in one and two, right? So that was a two game losing Good streak. Good math. Yeah, yeah. I know you're the numbers guy, right? <laughs> See, that's why he, that's why he's the numbers guy. Um, and we have uh, our final recap of the game uh, of the week. The Nets Hornet, which was last night, uh, I was able to catch the game on DVR after. Justin watched a little bit as well. Um, we uh, this was an exciting game. Um, this is actually the first time I saw New Orleans since we went to New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens last year, and then they had some vignettes on the set. Ian Eagle and Mike Fratello were eating from Cafe oh, Dumont. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they're digging in on there. Delicious. I don't know if any of you guys have gone to Nolens, but Cafe Dumont vignettes. Yeah, that's a must. That yeah. place. Yeah. I mean, it, although the pigeons make it a little difficult to eat sometimes. No. <laughs> they're just all up in there, right? All up in there. They're on the tables. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, all, they're all over the I'm sugar. pretty sure that's a health hazard, but, you know, when in Rome. <laughs> no, the vignettes in New Orleans is this amazing town. So this is a big matchup because this was what? it was. What kind of bowl was it, Justin? It was a... Uh, what kind of what? We had a big matchup with two centers playing each other. 
this game. New Orleans Hornets, soon to be Pelicans. Um, oh, that's right. They're the Pelicans soon. Yeah. Does that take effect next year? Yeah, next year. Uh, so the Hornets will be dead until, I guess, maybe Charlotte picks them up again. You think they'll end up taking them? I think they will, because the yeah. Bobcats are a terrible name and that's franchise. The, yeah, that's the logical move there. Yeah. My Okafor Bobcats jersey will be archived. Back at Okafor, he used to play for UConn. He uh, led our Huskies to a championship. Another UConn uh, quote or sighting there. Um, yeah, well, we, we had uh, we had the Lopez brothers going at it this yes, year. Uh, this is the first time uh, Robin Lopez was in a different uniform other than the Phoenix Suns. And the head-to-head, I was looking at the stats on the TV. Apparently, Robin has won four games, and Brooke has only won one. So yeah. Robin's been dominating. He's a younger brother. I mean, we're a fan of younger brothers dominating. So um, how much younger is he? By a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but younger brothers are usually better, anyways. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, Eli Manning. Yeah. Little J. Farb. Little J. Farb. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We're all little, younger siblings are in general are always better. So we learn from the old ones' mistakes. Um, but this time around, uh, I guess is we. We'll always root for the older brother because Brooke actually played really well against his brother. What did he have? He did. Ended, 20, ended up with 20 points on that for 14 shooting. Yep. And the final score of that game was? Uh, Brooklyn 101, Nolens 97. 97. So uh, this game was a big lead from the from the get-go. Brooklyn was up. They were moving the ball well. I don't know what P.J. told them, but they were spreading the offense really well. Um, yeah, I mean, they were up 16 at the half. They were up 16 at the half. And, and one thing also... I felt like this is the first time where Brooke Lopez, he doesn't average a lot of assists. He averages maybe like two point something, less than three assists. <laughs> and this is the first time they actually had running him from the post, holding the ball deep in the paint, and then finding the open man. And it, and Jared Wallace made a couple threes. Keith Bogans was on fire, too. He was, I think, four for four for threes. Yeah, Lopez ended up with five assists that game. Exactly. So it reminded me of uh, Dwight Howard in the Magic, with what Stan Van Gundy used to run. He used to spread the floor with three-point shooters and have uh, the, the play run from Brooke Lopez. And I don't know if it was completely the same because it's the first time I was really seeing them run the ball through Brooke while Darren Williams, who was just like, hey, I'm the score, 30-something points, right? Oh, what did he have? 33 points. Yeah. So 47% shooting from the field. Yeah. Like, this goes back to that quarter zone shot. What do you think of Darren Williams just tearing it up? Joe Johnson also was not in this game. He was in the last game as well. I forgot to mention that. But, right. Um, and Darren Williams been having a field day, especially, I mean, for three-point lands, shooting 50%. Yeah. Like, lights out. Four for eight um, against the Hornets. Yeah, yeah. He is uh, he's a beast right now. He's, uh, it he's up. a D well. Hopefully that core zone uh, <laughs> won't wear off anytime soon. You know, my legs have been bothering me too. Uh, I don't know if this core zone is uh, steady available at the pharmacy to wait and read down the street. But maybe, maybe pick up a shot right there. Maybe we could, maybe we could ball in Darren Williams' level. With, uh, <laughs> For our uh, upcoming rec league, yeah, yeah, we might need it. Yeah, we might have to get some core zone shots too. Uh, yeah, so plenty, plenty, plenty of threes. Well, I can't speak English. Uh, plenty of threes going around. Uh, Bogans, Wallace. Wallace didn't hit a three since the All-Star break. So this is the first game. Yeah. Uh, he hit two. hit two this game. He hit two. Three. Yeah. There you go, Crash. There you go, Crash. All right. Uh, big move for Brooke Lopez in the fourth quarter. Uh, what was going on with that, Justin? He was 
not benched. Ooh, PJ Carlissimo. All right. <laughs> Letting him play this time. Do you think there was a little bias because he's playing his brother? <laughs> <laughs> Coach, put me back in. <laughs> I want to play my brother. I want to play my brother. Yeah, I mean, in the... I mean, and Robin was putting up a good, uh, good stat line. So I think yeah, Robin was, had a good. What did he get Robin have? Uh, Robin ended up putting up uh, fourteen points on five for nine shooting. Yeah, uh, netted in uh, and seven Lopez rebounds too. Robin Lopez is not known for offense. He's actually more of a defensive guy. He's a better. I would say he's a better defender on the uh, on the ball defender than uh, Brook Lopez is. Brook Lopez is getting there because he he's learning it now with players and he has support and he's one of the lead leaders in blocks. But in terms of just man to man defense. Robin Lopez is the only thing that's better in as a as a uh, younger brother. So, but you know, we got the win. We did. got the win. Uh, and Lopez uh, definitely won that head to head match. Yeah, uh, Lopez yeah. stat line was ridiculous: twenty points and four blocks, seven rebounds, five assists. Uh, uh, solid, solid game. Um, one of the things I want to note because when I say Brooke, I think of Andre too, and because they're. Always competing for minutes, I guess, now. And Andre has been picking up this... I don't know if this is a move that he's always had, but this pump fake. This pump fake is destroying defenses. <laughs> and it's like the slowest pump fake in the world. It is, but they fall for it. Like, he's a 6'11 guy. He's not going to pump fake that... He's, just, he's not going to jump with it. So where is he going to go? He pump fakes and people jump at him. <laughs> and he just goes to the lane and dunks it. And I'm not I'm not complaining. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's getting it's getting the team points. and It's, and it's, it's working. Keep floor. doing it. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> If I'm an NBA scout, I would say don't fall for Andre Blatch's uh, pump fakes. Um, yeah, so, and uh, I guess the last note of the game, um, what do we have written there, Justin? <laughs> do not fear the brow. Yeah. The, the brow referring to Anthony Davis, who we, we got to see win a, uh, win a national championship at the Final Four last year for Kentucky. He's got a really big unibrow. Uh, he looks like an angry bird, so... Um, I guess the Nets don't fear that angry bird. We're, we're those pigs that just stay up and hold the fort down. <laughs> so we got that win. Uh, that makes the record for the last four games two and two. And uh, I think it's a good week. I think um, those two games against at the home games against the Rockets and Memphis could have gone either way. I think Rockets are just a better matchup against us. We're a slower team. Now, mind you, this is also uh, was it oh. Four games without Joe Johnson? Is it three or four? Yeah. Not three games. Three. Three games because the Bucks game he was playing. So we won. I mean, then they're still relatively close even without Joe. So once we get him back in the lineup, hopefully, you know. He's rumored to come back, right uh, back in. Friday night, uh, which we – well, I'm going to be in attendance, I think. I think Justin will not be there. Unfortunately, will not be at that game. We have, have to be taking notes by myself and uh, – but you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll have a we'll have a really good recap, and hopefully the the Nets will come out victorious in that. I think. What do you think the preview for that is? Uh, they're matching up against um, uh, Mavericks team that is not the same that they've been in the years past. They're yeah. uh, they're not a playoff team right now. Currently. Right. How far out of, are they right now? Um, I think they are either the tenth or ninth spot. We don't have any standings for you, <laughs> but I know the Lakers are ninth, so therefore the Mavericks, I would assume, would be tenth. Uh, right oh, behind they're, them. They're below the Lakers. Yeah, they're below the Lakers. Wow. So um, they signed a lot of players to one-year deals this year. Um, the biggest guy they had just came back maybe a month and a half ago, Nowitzki. I think he's playing well. He's back in basketball shape. I think the Nets should take this because we're just uh, a better. I would say we were a better team. I don't know matchup-wise how we would do. Against them in terms of Dirk, who would got Dirk? 
and it would be Jared Walls, maybe. Yeah, they probably stick him on uh, on Dark. Joe Johnson a little bit too. If, if Joe's if Joe's hopefully back. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, Bogan's I, getting in his chest, maybe. Yeah, I could see Walls is probably their, I think, their go-to. I think Humphreys could stay with him a little uh, bit. I wouldn't bank on that. <laughs> <laughs> can't really bank on Humphreys for defense. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things you can't bank on him not getting divorces one of them. But um, <laughs> apparently, he committed to. Uh, he's so confident about his divorce that he he committed to missing playoff games for the Nets. Way to be, Chris. I mean, all right, Chris. I guess that's cool for fans that hate Chris Humphreys. They'll be like, "Hell yeah, no Chris Humphreys!" But I think an able body is still a, a better than a nobody. So uh, I think we're going to come out victorious with this game. Uh, I think the the Nets uh, provide matchup problems at the two with Joe Johnson hopefully playing. Darren Williams playing out of his mind. And oh yeah, this is storyline. This is the team that Darren Williams could have been on. This is true. I forgot about that. This is true. Um, so, during the offseason, Darren Williams had an important decision. It's 50-50. And he said that the reason why he didn't sign with the Mavs was because Mark Cuban wasn't present. Hmm. So, I wonder if Mark Cuban will be present during this game. <laughs> maybe he'll be present during this game. I don't know. Maybe he's got some Shark Tank or, or some uh, tweets to talk about to Kobe. I don't know. Or be upset about Derek Fisher signing with the Thunder. I don't know. Mark Cuban's a smart guy. Uh, he knows what he's doing with the team. But very, very outspoken. Very vocal guy. Yeah. Very vocal guy. Maybe he'll suit up. I don't know. <laughs> <Express>. <laughs> maybe he'll suit up. But yeah, the Nets, Nets should take this one. Um, I think maybe by a couple, you know, maybe 10 points, maybe a close game. But I think that's a really accurate prediction. Um, I think they'll, they should be able to win this one for, for the, the home crowd that's been needing a home victory in, since the All-Star break. Oh, actually, the last time they came was the... The Bucks game, right? We did win that. Yeah, we won that, which we sold our tickets to. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I should sell my tickets to this game too. You know what? That is it's maybe I'll go double overtime, no. and uh, Joe Johnson will hit another game winner. Uh, but no, I can't miss out on that possible hope note of the game. So I have to be there for that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a recap for the week. Uh, we're going to go into some uh, big free agent pickups. Or and trade deadline moves, yeah, uh, huge moves by the Nets, huh? Yeah, Nets had the biggest move. I mean, we thought Josh Smith, but you know, we they did were, better than that. They were aiming for Josh Smith. You know who the Nets ended up with? Chris Joseph from the University of Boom. Syracuse, former Celtics draft pick, was traded for James D League All Star James Mays. So when I say D-League, that's actually a development league. <laughs> I know a lot of casual listeners don't know what that is. But yes, it, it's what it sounds like, a D-League, you know. Um, these are where the players are developed and they're able to, you know, get their way up to uh, the NBA rankings. Uh, a lot of teams will stockpile players. We had two players from our team, the Brooklyn Nets, Togo, Shangala, and um, Tyshawn Taylor were set down the D-League to Springfield Armor, which is located 15, 20 minutes from our hometown. So that's pretty awesome. We live 15, 20 minutes walking distance from from the arena, and we live in our hometown when we're visiting. We're 15, 20 minutes from the Springfield Armor. So <laughs> we got to get to a game one of these days. We will. We will. Before uh, the end of the season. Hopefully. Maybe maybe uh, they'll play uh, in the Westchester County. They play the what was it, the Knicks team, Erie. Um, Is that Westchester? Yeah, it's it's up there. 
Because Amari had to go rehab, and it's he took like it's in Erie, Pennsylvania. No, it's not Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Geography is also not one of my skills. Um, but but yeah, we got Chris Joseph of uh, the Springfield Armor, and then Springfield Armor are now three and O. Three and O. Doing big things. Uh, they're just killing it. They're killing it. Chris Joseph was named uh, D League Player of the Week. And that was the biggest move that I know of. Do you have anything else? <laughs> it was really quiet. Yeah. Why we're saying that is a really quiet trade deadline. Fortunately, yeah, one of the quietest trade deadlines in, uh, in the last couple of years. I mean, the biggest move was uh, in the NBA just in general was uh, JJ Reddick going to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luckily, he, we didn't have to play him because he's he's a shooter. He can he shoot. Is. And good for him because he's been on the Magic. I mean, even he's been in that situation for a while, so he's a good locker room guy. and should be a good. Bucks uh, are in playoff contention right good, now. They're good pickup the for the Bucks. They're in the eighth spot right now, um, so Redick should be able to spread the floor a lot more for them. Um, I guess last year they had Delfino, so I guess he's like their Delfino now, like off the bench to score some threes, off screens. He's really quick. He's probably one of the best at running off screens and getting open for threes. Uh, a la, like, back in the day, Rip Hamilton, and Ray Allen still does it pretty well. Um, yeah, so that was the only trade that I, that we noted um, that was of any significance to the Nets because they're in their playoff opponent. Uh, another thing happened, uh, former Net big man, first overall pick, Kmart, Kenyon Martin, signed with uh, the, the New York City rival, Rivals. rival Knicks. Um now, that happened last week. Uh, he's got a 10-day contract right now. Uh, he's got a terrible, you know, uh, misconception of, or maybe conception of just being a terrible teammate. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see how that works out with them. Um, he's, he's, all, he's not as quick and as fast as he was back in the day for the Nets when the Nets had the kid and Kmart Jefferson error. Uh, but I think he'll be able to provide uh, some... Added toughness. He's like he's got like that Tyson Chandler kind of mold, get in your face attitude, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it definitely adds to uh, the Knicks already uh, old veteran roster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how old? How long has uh, Kenyon Martin been in the league for? Uh, he's, I think, third, maybe 13, 12 seasons. I mean, he's, he's up there. So yeah, uh, the Knicks. I mean, adding that, uh, that, trying to add some more veterans, but we'll see how that works out. Which is actually. Today we found out uh, they lost one of their key members, maybe f- for his career. <laughs> <laughs> Season ending, they say. <laughs> one of the favorite, one of the favorite calls uh, for any crowd members of that team, like whether he was on the Blazers, whether he was on the Celtics. Whenever this guy shoots up a three, the fans yell. What do they yell, Justin? What do they yell? <laughs> Justin does not know, <laughs> but they yell. I guess we're not in the same. There you go. Yeah, there it is. I wanted his best sheet impression <laughs> without telling him to say but, sheet. Yeah, but, um, sheet also. Lo- yeah, he loves jacking the threes. He likes jacking those threes. He's a he's a talker. He gets in the opponent's head. He's actually uh, he's got an injury and he could be out for the regular season. Possible well, playoff comeback. I hope he doesn't. He killed. I hope a, he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he doesn't in terms of uh, advantage for the the Nets. I hope right. and his career. I don't wish him any ill will. He's never done anything. Personally, <laughs> so Rishi Wallace, please don't find me. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, he could be back for the playoffs, which could mean something if the Nets and Knicks meet. Meet, um, we could be hearing that sheet call again. Who knows? Uh, another free agent pickup was 
Derek Fisher going to the Thunder. Yeah, D Fish. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, D Fish. Uh, he he's uh, apparently an a hole to some people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of the basketball move, I think it's a great move. Um, the reason why I say he's an a hole was he signed with the Mavericks uh, early uh, this year, and he said he had to go. How about his family? Him take care of family matters. Family matters. So they uh, they let him go. They let him go. And then he decided to, uh, all right, hey, you know what? I think I want to play basketball I again. I think his family's good now. And I kind of want to play with a championship contender. So yeah. uh, I'm going to go best. jump on the Thunder roster. And uh, that move is only available because Eric Mingner, their former backup point guard, was uh, traded. Uh, to, I forgot to who. Just, I guess it's not really important. Um but Fisher is not going to be their backup point guard. I think he's he's going to provide a uh, not a spark, but more of a leadership role with them. Um, and I think that's a good move because when you have people you're looking for guidance that have experience of going deep in the playoffs since the Thunder were in the finals last year, and he was on that team, I think he was a good voice other than the coach to tell people like, hey, we've been you know we've been here before. I've been here before with the Lakers. He won championships. So, I think that's good. Good for the Thunder. Um, that's a good pickup. We'll see how it plays out in terms of his minutes. I don't think he's going to play much, really. No. So, he's old. That's what we're saying. <laughs> he's old. Um, and since uh, the Nets actually have a free agent spot open, um, the 15th spot on the roster, uh, we cut Josh Childress earlier in the year, and we did not pick anyone up yet. Uh, there's Take, rumors that... Taking our time. Dante Green, uh, he's played for the Kings. Um, he's coming back from ankle surgery. He's holding workouts this week. I just saw a tweet from uh, Nets Daily, one of our favorite blogs we follow, um, uh, saying that they're not interested. <laughs> the Nets are not interested. So, oh, that man. is there goes that. reporting, breaking news. <laughs> he's not coming. <laughs> um, but that leads us to possibilities of other players. Um, I know... Um, Hakeem Warwick is out there. Uh, he's uh, he's a dunker. He likes dunking the ball. We don't have a lot of athleticism. He may be a possible fit. What do you think about Hakeem? I think he would be a good pickup. He just got uh, did he just get recently waived. Yeah. So a lot of players got waived. Hakeem Warwick was one of those players. Um, we have uh, a couple. I don't think we need any needs at point guard right now. We already have three point guards. Yeah, guard. I think we're pretty much set in that position. We need, we need a swing man that basically can be athletic. Like, Dante Green's one of those guys. Hakeem Warwick. Um, or maybe we need a facilitator swing man, like a Tracy McGrady. <laughs> T-Mac, T-Mac, played, back. T-Mac played with um, Joe Johnson last year on the Hawks, and he played with uh, Jerry Sackhouse last year on the Hawks. So, That's true. Uh, he actually did – he was like their backup point at some, some points last year. Uh, T-Mac has been playing in the CBA, Chinese uh, Basketball Association. A lot of these players are now coming back, just like last year. Their, their season ends earlier. So T-Mac's available, Agent Zero. Maybe we could have a good Wizards nice reunion. reunion. Hey. Yeah, maybe uh, they can poop in each other's shoes again. <laughs> uh, for, for you guys that don't know, Blatch and uh, Gilbert Reunis used to play in the Wizards, and they did pranks in the locker room where they put fecal matter in each other's shoes. I don't think we want that in the next <laughs> locker room. Very mature. Very yeah, mature. yeah, we don't want that. So, sorry. Sorry, Agent Zero. You are zero in our books, too. Oh, good. Yeah, one. yeah. I thought <laughs> about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, I think that's basically uh, what we have for the closing line for our, uh, our, our free agent, our off 
our uh, off nets talk right now. Um, hopefully, we'll find out who that 15th man will be um, in this coming time. I think they have to make the move by, I think, the second week of March. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, if you want to be on the playoff roster, you can still sign someone, but if you don't do it by that, that time, uh, we don't have that. We won't have that person ready for the playoffs or active for the playoffs. So we'll find that out. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be bringing you more podcasts. I know I tweeted earlier that we were going to have it on Tuesday night. A little <laughs> snack happened um, with uh, technology malfunction. Uh, we were going to do it over the web. So um, we'll be bringing you, by, hopefully. As Justin likes to call it, bi-weekly podcast, <laughs> where he means twice in one week. <laughs> Not to make fun of him too much, but yeah, Later. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to bring you. Maybe we might do someone s- Sunday night. I don't know. We could maybe we could. We're unpredictable. We're crazy out here. Yeah, well, we're gonna try to keep you on your feet. Uh, I'm. We're definitely looking at bringing on more guests. We have a couple friends that are interested in uh, in talking basketball. They're diehard. Dare we say Knicks fans and uh, diehard? We have diehard Lakers fans, and they they live in the area, so they know about the Nets too. They know what they're doing, but they they have they maybe have a little more objective point of view mm. than us, you know. But we try to bring it to you clear and straight um, <laughs> as much as possible. Um, but yeah, this has been a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for listening, uh, Justin. Do you want to say anything for your closing moments? How, how was your first podcast? Oh man, yeah. it was everything I imagined it would be and more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we had a we had like twenty outtakes before this. <laughs> uh, wow, we uh, we're coming on almost an hour. This is an hour podcast. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sure how many people are gonna be on for this part? I'm sure half of you stopped <laughs> dropped off after, like... after thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know, we're gonna try to make this uh, downloadable for you guys so you can resume it on your your technology, your iPhones, your Androids, and I guess the new BlackBerry tents. <laughs> Making a comeback. Making a comeback. <laughs> Way to go, Rim. Shout outs to Canada. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Please, please, please uh, follow us on Twitter at, at Brooklyn Rebound. We have a Tumblr blog too. Um, it's brooklynrebound.tumblr.com. We're working on getting uh, a Facebook like page soon. We're, we're <laughs> making it big. We're making it big. We also have uh, our our Gmail. You can reach out to us is at brooklynrebound at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, we're we're all over the map. And, uh, I didn't even know we had a Gmail address. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, co-host. Um, and uh, we're gonna have an Instagram account soon too. Oh man, we are all over every technology. I don't know about that Pinterest. I'm not ready for that. You sure? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll make a leap one of these. We'll yeah. No, this, I'm, you know? I'm nervous. <laughs> so nervous about Pinterest. It scares me. All right, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll see you at the game. <laughs>